Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Jesus made a difference everywhere he went, transforming the lives of individuals, blessing the multitudes in villages, towns, and cities. And while the faces in the crowds were always changing as he traveled, his constant daily focus was on building his most devoted followers, the group of faithful people we know as his disciples. Among those disciples were the twelve whom he was preparing to lead his cause after his departure. Of the twelve, there were three men who would be particularly impactful in carrying forth his gospel and leading other believers. They were Peter, James, and John. And of those three, there was one man whom Jesus was especially shaping to take charge in his absence, and that, of course, was Peter. As you read the four gospels, it may seem that of the twelve, Peter had the most rough edges. But what may actually be happening is that more of Peter's faults are being exposed that Jesus had to dig deeper into Peter's thinking and his character in order to build him into the godly leader that he knew Peter could become. One thing is clear. More often than any of Jesus' other disciples, we see Peter making both the most profound statements and also the most foolish statements. One glaring example of this is found in Matthew chapter 16. Jesus and his disciples were in a beautiful place called Caesarea Philippi. He asked them a question that may have seemed like it was for his own edification, but in reality, it was for theirs. He said, as you mingle and interact with the people, who do they seem to think that I am? What are they saying? One of the disciples said, I've heard some people say that you're John the Baptist. Someone else answered, some people say that they think you're Elijah. Someone said, I heard one guy say that maybe you're Jeremiah. And from there, different disciples named other Old Testament prophets who people thought Jesus might be. When they were done, after a brief pause, Jesus said, Now here's a more important question. Who do you believe I am? And that's when Peter made perhaps the most profound statement of his young life. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus commended Peter for his flawless statement of faith. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Peter didn't come to the conclusion that Jesus is God in human flesh because somebody had told him that was true. Peter had learned that Jesus is God by faith, by seeking God for himself, the only way that anyone ever comes to believe in Christ's deity. Jesus confirms to his disciples that his deity is the foundation of what he would be building. It was all still such a mystery to them. But this was a pivotal moment. Because now that his deity was on the record in the presence of all his disciples, now that he had officially confirmed to them that he is God, he was now ready to begin explaining to them what was coming. His arrest, his trial, his crucifixion, his resurrection. As Jesus explained these new and difficult facts to his disciples, Peter pulled him aside. Lord, what are you talking about? Don't say these things. None of that can happen. And Jesus responded to Peter's rebuke with some of the harshest words he ever spoke to anybody. Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Just six verses after Peter's profound statement of doctrine, he foolishly makes this passionate rebuke of the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
And just six verses after Jesus' wonderful statement blessing Peter, he's forced to make a scathing reproof, exposing what was in Peter's heart. What Peter revealed about himself, or more accurately, what Jesus exposed to Peter about himself, was that even though his doctrine was perfect, his motives were still selfish. Peter thought he knew better than the Son of the living God. He rejected Jesus' words while professing to pursue Jesus' interests. Peter had his own agenda within the parameters of right doctrine. But Jesus showed Peter what was in his own heart. He showed Peter that he didn't want God's purpose, he wanted his own. For Jesus to be arrested and crucified didn't fit what Peter wanted Jesus to do for him, which was to conquer, to introduce his kingdom the way that Peter was picturing it. Jesus showed Peter that his appetites and desires were no different than those of the world. Thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. He showed Peter that as long as he was of that mind, he was Jesus' opposition. Thou art an offense unto me. He told Peter that if he continued to think this way, Jesus would have to proceed without him. Get thee behind me. Jesus went so far as to call Peter Satan, showing him that right doctrine with a wrong agenda is satanic. Jesus wasn't giving up on Peter. He was correcting the deep flaws that would hinder him from reaching his spiritual potential. After this strong rebuke, Jesus addressed all of the disciples and gave them the cure for destructive, selfish thinking. First, you must choose my way, if any man will come after me. You have to renounce your own way. Let him deny himself. You have to embrace the cross. Make my cross your cross. Take up his cross. And you have to let me determine your destiny and follow me. Peter still had many more truths to learn, more deep flaws that needed to be corrected. And I greatly admire him for allowing Jesus to do that difficult work in his heart. Christian, don't be too proud to allow God to expose and repair the flaws in your heart that prevent you from reaching your potential for him. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.